Blog Talk Radio. It's your girl, Cy Brown, and welcome to the Cy Brown Morning Show. Thank you so much, as always, for hanging out with me weekdays, early in the morning, getting your day started nice and fresh, right? Yay! <laughs> I love mornings. It's, it's, to me, the best time of the day. I am refreshed. I feel like I get another chance to get this thing called life right <laughs> I don't think we can ever really master it, Um, but I just love mornings. I wake up refreshed, ready to just take on whatever the challenges that the day may bring, and I consider it an absolute honor and privilege for you to listen to me. Thank you. (laughs) A special thank you to all of my listeners. As you know, I'm coming up on a big anniversary, June 26th. That makes, what, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I should know this off the top of my head. Seven years on the air. So you're going to hear me talking about this a lot. I launched this show as Life Remix Radio on June 26, 2008, and we've been rocking ever since. So thank you. (laughs) I owe everything to all of my listeners. Today we are talking about the grieving process, the five stages of grief. Many of you um, may have heard about the five stages of grief, but I was recently attending um, a health fair at a community college here in the New York area. And across, you know, I had my whole Cy Brown table set up with all my books and my products and my merchandise. And right across from my table was the Mental Health Institute, I think it was, of New Jersey. And they had tons and tons of information. And so, you know, when you're at these fairs, you know, if no one's at your table, you kind of walk around and network and talk with other people. And the gentleman, one of the gentlemen um, at the mental health table and I, we started talking. And he shared that he wrote a book. He's going to come on the show sooner. We just have to, you know, coordinate schedules. Um, But he wrote a book after his mom died of uh, she had some type of stomach cancer, and so I shared with him, I said, well, yeah, my mom died from ovarian cancer in 2009, and he's like, my mom died in 2009, and I said, when did your mom die? He was like September, I think it was like September something, and I was like, well, my mom died August 22nd, and it was it was so weird that we were kind of talking about when our moms died, and I said, oh, my gosh, we were grieving at the exact same time. Mind you, this is a man I've known all of, like, seven seven minutes. But it was so funny because in an instant we bonded, perfect strangers never have never seen him before. We bonded instantly over the loss of our moms. And he has his MSW, which is a master's in social work, and he's going right now to become a licensed, uh, I think it was a licensed LSW, so a licensed social worker, so he has to pass an exam. And he said he's going to focus his private practice on grief and loss. 
And we just shared the most amazing conversation just about grieving and loss and, and th- that whole process. And I said, again, the stranger who I've now known probably 11 minutes, that I should have gone to therapy. When my mom passed away and I was there um, until the very end, I was there that last week of her life, um, I, I just you know, said I probably should have gone to some type of therapy, and I did not. And what I did was I was so devastated because I didn't think my mom was going to die. I'm like, she's going to pull through. You know, they they said her cancer was gone. And when that shit came back, ooh, sorry about that. But when it came back, it came back with a vengeance and it took her right out. And I was there and I just, you know, looking back six years ago, I, I probably should have gone to some type of counseling or therapy and I didn't. I buried myself in my work. I created a foundation started raising money for ovarian cancer awareness, and that's how I dealt with it. But I I think I still have unresolved issues. So we're talking, 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 and then the issue of my son came up. And last year, uh, my one of my son's friends, a very dear friend, was murdered randomly right on Mother's Day, the most horrible thing. Great kid, just graduated from high school, 18 years old, lives with his mom, his dad, his two older brothers, was standing on a corner, and just some these two losers just rolled up on him, robbed him, stole his cell phone and shot and killed him, and he died on his way to the hospital. And I remember at the funeral, like, my son went MIA, and I'm sitting there, you know, with my husband. I'm like, well, where is he? My husband's like, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? He's a pallbearer. And, you know, my son and a couple of his friends were pallbearers. I'm like, he's missing. Go find him. Because at this point, as a parent, you don't know what is on his mind, you know, the whole church was packed, 400-something people, easily, probably close to 500. The mayor was there. I mean, just this awesome kid. And I remember saying to um, some of the other parents, because our children, you know, are late teens, early 20s, I said, we probably need to put them in some type of counseling or therapy. And a lot of the other parents, you know, about three or four actually were like, you know what, Saida, that sounds like a good idea. And I'm like, maybe we could send them together because this was just so unexpected and we didn't do anything about it. Just the same way when my mom passed away, I didn't do anything about it. So it it, it reignited the need for me to share the importance of resolving these issues that can linger and manifest itself in different ways not properly dealt with. So I just felt led by the Holy Spirit to host a show on the five stages of grief. Now, I will share this. Um, You can Google the five stages of grief. You can look it up. Um, But what I I just felt, in my own Saida special way, that I wanted to talk about this just to serve as a reminder throughout social media and through my personal network that it's really not good to let these the open issue of unresolved angst in your heart go because it will manifest itself in other ways. My son has had issues. Their friends have had issues. I have had issues. And what really drove it home for me is uh, recently a friend of mine drove me home from the gym. You know, I'm at the gym at the crack of dawn. And we were talking, God bless her soul, and she said, 
sigh. You know, I still hear my dad's words of wisdom in my ear. And she's a dear friend, and I actually attended. That was the first Catholic funeral or mass I had ever attended in my life. So, I, you know, you all know I'm black. So when we go to a funeral, it's singing and shouting and jumping up and down and take me with you. Well, maybe not to take me with you, but you know what I mean. You know, it's this drawn out. And so for me to attend a Catholic um, mass, I was like, whoa, this is really different. But she's dear enough to me that I wanted to attend her father's mass. And, you know, she was just sharing, Sai, I hear his words in my in my ear sometimes. And I said, you know what? That's the sweetest thing because I, I wish I could tell my mom, and I do, I talk to her, Mom, you were so right about so many things on so many levels. And I hear the words of my mom resonate. They just touch my soul. So I, I wanted to share um, today, really quickly, um, a gentle reminder that if you're going through loss, if you have experienced loss, it could be the loss of a pet. It could even be the loss of a job, to be to be quite frank with you. I'm talking about it from the perspective of a person. But it can be the loss of anything, anything that causes your heart to be unsettled, the loss of a friendship a lifelong friendship, people go in different ways. And so just accept my words for what they are. And the beautiful thing is that all of my shows are archived. So you may, this show may not apply to you, but you know what? Stash it, download it, save it, because it, it may provide solace in a dark place at some point in the future. So just as a reminder, the five stages of grief, the first one is denial and isolation. And I remember when my mom passed away, she transitioned. We were all at the hospital, and I just became numb. And when I got back to her home, I was I fell asleep right on her sofa. And when I woke up, I just remember asking my husband, please tell me this was a dream. And he's like, no, it's real. I could not believe it. I could. I was unable to process what I just witnessed, and what actually happened. And so the first of the five stages of grief is the denial and isolation. It's a defense mechanism that buffers the immediate shock of what just happened. And so I had to come to the realization, Saida, your mom is gone. And then at that point, I got angry. Why, why, why? You know, what What did my mom do so horrible on this planet that she had to die the way she did. I became very angry. I was just, um, I was just mad. You know, it, it happened. You know, they say only the good die young, but I was just angry, and I wasn't ready. I didn't feel she was ready. She was only fifty-five, and my anger wasn't directed at her. And honestly, my anger wasn't even directed at God. A lot of people direct their anger at God. I wasn't. I was just angry in general. I wasn't angry at people. I didn't lash out. But I was just, like, angry that it had to go down this way. And then I was like, you know what? She's gone. And then the rationale started setting in. And the third stage of grief is the bargaining. And I swear, the way this unfolds is the exact way it unfolded in my life. started to say, well, maybe if I can do this, maybe if I can do that, maybe if I help raise awareness for ovarian cancer, it won't happen to somebody else. So, God, please, if I'm a good person, maybe I don't have to die that way. And I did actually live and walk through the bargaining process. 
The fourth stage of grief is depression, and I still don't feel I mourned. I kind of skipped over that, and again, this is just me, but that that's when people start to stay in the bed or they get clingy or they lead into addiction or the worry sets in, just with however depression manifests itself. And I can say gently it, man, it manifested in one way that I became obsessive about warning people, go get your vagina checked, go to the doctor. And, and, and perhaps that's one way that depression manifested itself in me, that I just became obsessed. I didn't become sullen and lay in the bed, but I really became, I needed to work through still what was going on. And the last stage of the five stages of grief is acceptance, and that's where I finally made it to. Saida, your mom is gone, live through it. Soak and bask in the glow of her memories and carry on. So I hope this show just serves as a reminder that, or serves as just this little hover or whisper that you can get through your challenges, you can get through grief, you can work through it, and you will be happy again. So to all of the people that I've spoken with recently in these last few days, this show is for you. This show is dedicated just for you. And to protect your privacy, I did not share your names, but you know that I love you in spirit and in truth. And I did my part to to be a reminder to the huge world in which we live that you can survive, you can work through this, and there is sunlight and sunshine and happy memories on the other side. Always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, but we shall not pass this way again. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.